Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Guests appear on the Superbook Sports phone line. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook Sports Tennessee app today with Jason and John. Live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. I know that's what you wanted me to do, isn't it? Then that's why you played it. He knows every time I play this song, I I have an uncontrollable urge to change my voice to try to sound like the singer of PM Dawn. And I'm 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 I'm, I'm fighting for my life right now, Jason. Just don't do it to the people. Just think about the people, and don't do it. You enjoy it though, at least, don't you? No, because it's right. you're gonna do it every time. I'm not gonna do it without fail. No I am a dad now, though. I can get away with things now that I couldn't before, like corny things that I would not have been able to get away with previously. I can get away with now because I'm a father. I can just blame it on that. I'm out of touch. This isn't one of them, Riley. She said no, Dad. She'd tell you no, so don't do it. All right, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not, not gonna do time. it. Dad. But you know what you should do. If you're thinking about listing your home, if you're thinking about selling it, getting into a new oh, one. Oh, yeah, I know. The news on the economy changes daily. I don't know if you guys saw the news today. Inflation came in under expectations for the first time since 1998. It feels like, at least. Which means markets change. Markets evolve. What might not have been a good time a week ago could be a great time today. The team to help you navigate all of that, to help them make, help you make the most money for your home, Jennifer Carsonson and the team at Live Love Memphis Group at the Real Estate Agency, they can take you through all of it. They're the best. Like, you're not even going to have to worry. Just, like, throw your hands up, leave it to them, let them make you money. It's that simple. They're like the Federal Reserve, practically. Reach out. Sold at LiveLoveMemphis.com. 901-625-5200 is how you reach out. John's right. Uh, Jennifer Carsonson, the best at what she does. She's built this team from the ground, work, uh, from the ground up, and she's done it with hard work. Nothing but hard work, quite frankly. Uh, can't do anything but respect it when you work from all the way from the bottom to the top. That's what Jennifer Carsonson's done with this team. Call them up, 901-625-5200. You'll see why they're so special once you talk to them. And she tells you, listen, we're going to get this for your home. We're going to do this, this, this. Makes it very simple. It's what she did for me four years ago and will continue to do in this new and changing market, as John Martin said. He's right. That's why you need to call the folks that can do it the best, and that's the Live Love team. It's 901-625-5200, or you can email them at sold at livelovememphis.com. It's the Live Love Memphis and Live Love DeSoto teams at the real estate agency. Every day around this time, we do the rundown. Let's get it. Now, it's the rundown, presented by ExploreStLouis.com. The biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. Okay, so. Uh, we do need to discuss the story that I broke yesterday as we were off the air. Joey Selipak no longer uh, employed by Fox 13. He'd been the chief meteorologist there since 2004. Uh, of course, uh, in the Grizzlies-Warriors playoff series, he tweeted um, things that were construed and do have racial connotations uh, towards Draymond Green. He was... Uh, taken off the air pending an investigation and the news yesterday is uh, that he will not be returning to the air for Fox 13. Again, had been the chief meteorologist there since 2004. That is a long damn time um, at one stop. I mean, you know, uh, how long were you at the CA? 12? 13. 13. That felt like a lifetime, didn't it? Mm-hmm. 
So, I mean, you just think about 18, you know, yeah. That's a, that is hard to fathom. Yeah, he's been here for a while. <clears throat> um, but he he is uh, he has moved on. Fox 13 is uh, looking for a new chief meteorologist. They posted that up on LinkedIn this week. Was told they informed people there um, in person. Uh, did not send out a memo or anything, probably because of uh, afraid it would get leaked or something like that. Uh, so they informed people in person in rounds of meetings earlier this week. So there you have it, Joey Selapek, uh The 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 I guess the background is that there was an expectation that he would be returning inside the building. Internally, I think most people believed he would come back. Now, I don't know. You might have more insight on this. I don't know uh, what the company sort of got back in terms of feedback from his colleagues. Mm -hmm. That I don't know. Um, Do you know that? Do you know if he got, like, vouched for? No, I'm not going to speak to... um Anybody that I've talked to, that because they didn't, they did it off the record. Gotcha. So, so I'm not hanging. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know the answer to that. Um, but I do that from what I heard. There was an expectation previously, you know, maybe in the last month or so, that he would eventually make his way back to the air Mm -hmm. for Fox 13. But then, you know, in in a, I guess you would say a stroke of unfortunate luck for Joey, the company got sold off to a Magicom from Cox. Yeah, from Cox Media Group. There's a subsidiary there. And um, and they were the ones who ultimately made the decision not to bring him back. And I, I I can understand it from their standpoint. They want to start fresh. They don't want to be walking into any controversy right after you know because there would be. I mean, there just there would be blowback when he returned to the air. You know. Now, mm-hmm. I am of the mind that um, I, I think there there it would be I think um, dependent on a few things. Uh, contingent on a few things. A, I would need to know as a company that Joey's black colleagues, of which there are many inside that building, mm-hmm. are um, in, in, in good faith would support him returning to the air, right? Because that's the most important thing. It's like what you can't do is create a toxic environment where his black coworkers and black colleagues, you know, don't want to work with him, right? So that's the first thing. That's the most important thing. And if the answer to that question is yes, we would support Joey being given a second chance. Okay, well then we're going to go do the sensitivity training thing. Right. You're going to go through that. You're going to learn why what you said was wrong. You're going to educate yourself, and then you're going to apologize on the air about what you said, and then you move forward. Right? Um, I think that could have been done. I, again, I don't know if he had support inside the building from his black co- coworkers or not. I I don't know if he did, um, but clearly this company decided to. Just start fresh, which I also like understand too. You know, if it was the same company, I think he's probably back. But because it sounded it, like he was on his way to getting back, right with, under Cox, right? But because it's a new company, I, again, they're doing evaluation yeah. on things from salaries on to okay, well, what comes with this employee, and they decide at least uh, that, that no, it's not worth it. So to your point about maybe he's still there if Cox if, if Fox isn't selling the station if Cox isn't selling the station. So that 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 change of ownership seems big in this because otherwise we're talking about, you know, what Joey Sullivan's got to do to get back on air, right? It seems like that's the way it was headed. Like you said, they just got informed this this week. Yeah. Mhm. It happened that quickly. You know, that recently, I should say. Um where are you on it? I mean, I uh, are are you with me on it? Like, do you think like it's it's one of those things where his coworkers sort of decide his fate, and then we go from there? Well, it sounds like again you're not again Cox isn't going to bring him back or have a plan to bring him back if you had True. several black coworkers saying I can't work with him. Now, I, I I will not speak to anyone working there right now, but I can tell you a retired Fox 13 investigative reporter who worked with Joey Silipek for a long time, and my father, who went out, didn't, didn't just say it through me, went out on Facebook and vouched for Joey Silipek. Right. So there's one that worked with him for a while that said, now, we've right. you know, uh, again, I'm, I can't speak to people that are there right now, right. but I've got to assume that there couldn't have been a huge number Right. If the plan was, at least according to your report, that he was coming back, because you're right that you you can't have anyone black feeling uncomfortable, uh, feeling any kind of way about it, about having to work with him. Right. After this has been out there, you have to consider who else you've got at That's this right. point. You have to consider the, your other employees. And also to the so, demographics of the metro area that you serve as well. That now, can't be overlooked either. It, it, it is. And I thought that was part of, again, you have to consider that when Joey's doubled down, doubling 100%. down on it. 
initially, right? I mean, Memphis is a majority black market. Right. You know, you can't have a, a weatherman on air, you know, who's, who, who, who's like saying well, who, things. Who like, isn't open 100%. to the, the, the idea. Right. That what I said had connotations. Especially when you're, you're using that term to describe a black man. Exactly. Right? I, I keep hearing about the knuckle draggers and, and, and what they're cavemen, all that. But again, okay, understand that can be used in that context, but it can also be used in the context of describing an ape. And when you're doing that, again, in the same sentence with, with a black man, you run into that. And what you've got to be able to do is understand that. Yep. Right? You've got to be able to understand that, that you could be offending. So the doubling down went against that. Now, what I assumed is in this plan to get him back, right, with, with, with un, when Cox was under ownership, that there was that, right? You go through some sensitivity training. You see why this would be, and and you and you do that, and then there has to be some accountability once you're back and apology. But clearly, you know, new ownership says no. But my my whole thing is, would there have been a plan to bring him back at all, right? If you had coworkers in there who were uncomfortable around Joey, black coworkers who didn't feel comfortable, right. who didn't vouch for him, you would think not. You would think not. Yeah, right. That, I mean, that would be ridiculous. That'd be now, absurd. now, the story today. Now that you, you, you've put it out there and broken it, that Joey's not going to be back, feels like it's, or at least what most people are commenting about, was whether Joey was done wrong or not in losing his gig. Correct. That right? is the next step. That, that's where we're, where we're at. But I would still say, you know, go back to why this is happening and think about how many times your boss has told you, watch what you tweet. Like, remember where this comes up. This comes up over a basketball game. Joey's big Grizz fan, obviously. You, you know, you, you're, you're frustrated by Draymond Green, who does this for a living, by the way, with players getting under folks' skin, and, and, and you send it out. John, I told you this off air. You know, we can sit here and say Brittany Griner's situation is unfair, right? She's over there in Russia, right, being held, what was it, nine years? Nine for years. For possession of cannabis sense. oil. She's become a political prisoner. But how did she get in that spot? She put her own neck out there, right, with the cannabis oil. And, and that's the ba- I go back to that with Joey. Like, your boss tells you, watch what you tweet. We all say that. What, what, we said, watch what you send. Before you press send, watch it. And, and, and you can't, what you can't erase in talking about how unfair, you know, this, the, whether him keeping his job is, is the fact that it happened. And, John, if you or I stick our neck out there and do something like this, yep. we risk it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Just like Brittany Griner did w- w- when she went there. And, and the story can be, hey, man, this is unfair, the punishment, but realize why that's got to be there in the first place, okay? Yep. So it still goes back to that. And I keep going back to when Joey doubled down on it, oh, man, you know, wow. That, because you got to be open, especially, John, like you say, in a market like this. I'll be honest with you, you're getting called out by a black man who's trying to, I'll just be honest with you, you know, we could, he, he's trying to tell you what the situation is, why this can be looked at as offensive, you don't want to hear it. Yep. And so, again, J- John, just like Henry Ruggs made a decision to get in that car, and we sit up here and talk about, well, do you have feelings for him or do you feel sorry for him now, uh, uh, something we've all done, gotten in a car where we had drinks, whatever else, but he did it, John. Right. Brittany Griner did it. Joey Sulapek did it. You put your neck out there. And you did it at a time, John, where your, your, your station's ownership could possibly be changing. And despite the fact that it looks like at one point your colleagues and your coworkers and management there looks like they're welcome, they're, gonna, they're, they're ready to have you back, well, I'm assuming with some stipulations, well, you stuck your neck out there and there's a change of ownership. And, and again, that's another risk when you do it at that time. Yep. And so, again, we can get into unfair, but what we got to realize is the, the story is really, again, goes back to, man, what, before you push sin. Right. You know, that's, right. that's really what it's about. It is. We've all got a line, especially us in media, of what we can say. Yep. And especially how then are the steps we take after that. So, again, that, that's, what, that's what I would go back to is, man, it, it's unfortunate because Joey's been around so long, all of that, but – Joey put himself in this situation. This isn't something where a uh, 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 media uh, forced this or, or complain. Joey put himself in this situation. Again, there's different sorts of levels of repercussions. Uh, in this case, they change ownership, and the answer becomes no. I mean, how, again, it's a, it's, a, it's a lesson of man. Well, and it's also like, it's, you know, look, let's, let's also like address the elephant in the room. When you've been somewhere for 18 years in television, you're probably very hand- handsomely compensated as well, right? And so if there was a situation where they're, you know, a, a new company is trying to, like, identify, hey. Oh, they're evaluating yeah. absolutely. And if you right. give them a reason to yeah. cut it down, you're making 150000 in there. They want to cut down on what they're paying everybody in weather. Yep. 
you make yourself yep. more of a target. You're exactly right. When you've got some, uh, you know, a story around you like this. Potent, yep. You know what I'm saying? So for for that new ownership, so you do that at that time again. You're putting yourself up. You're sticking your own neck out there. No, it's true. It's true. And it's just like generally, I would say speaking, it's just never worth it. Like I get it, man. He got caught up. He was like probably you know what. Even if he was was or was not drinking, it doesn't matter. Watching the game, getting caught up, playoffs. Like we're all intense. Like. Draymond frustrated all of us, right? You know, um, and 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 you tweet that, and then I think what really did him in it was probably like the fact that there was no immediate, like he was not contrite, right? It was truth hurts. Somebody tweeted him back and said, uh, "Well, you know, be that as it may, I would never call anybody a, a knuckle dragger because, well, you know." And he retweeted that with a quote tweet and said, "Truth hurts." See. That's where you. That's where you. That's what I'm talking about when I say the doubling down. You know, like, that's the what part. afterwards, because it's hard to sell that, like, you know, you were wanting to be educated, or that you wanted to, like, that you, you know, realize that you made a mistake. I think if you were, if he had been immediately contrite, maybe that's a feather in his cap. Like, oh my, like I really didn't know. I really didn't have an idea of what I. Like again, we talked about this at the time. I've never used that term. I didn't really even know what it meant. Um, you know, but that's you know, I grew up in a different generation, and you know, I'm I'm much younger, so <clears throat> you know, that's just uh, that's kind of where I was with it. I think it's a heavy-handed punishment, but I guess I understand it. You know, I guess I understand when you're dealing with you know, this is a, and I believe this is a conglomerate that's never done television news. There, it's a brand new foray into it for them. They're probably just trying to make the least amount of controversy as they possibly can. Well, and with, I'll be honest with you, with the way it's going, probably looking to do it as cheaply as they can. hundred percent. Let's be let's be real about that too. Well, that's every so industry. It, yeah, you, you gonna... got big salary folks in there that give you, you know, that got anything on them, and then you know, any kind of target on their backs. You bring somebody in who can do the same job for two thirds the money. You're yeah, going to do that every that's time. The, that's the way most industries are going. And so again, that that plays into this. It's the other component to this that e- even if it seemed like. Okay, he's on the way back. Colleagues are ready to forgive him. You know, the the, the folks up the, over there have decided. Okay, let, let's bring him back in with some stipulations. The, the game changes once the thing sells. You're, you're back up again for evaluation. And in this case, they decide no, it's not worth it. So, yeah. So that's the latest. Uh, Joey has a he posted on his LinkedIn. He's got a new gig as a volunteer media consultant um, at, a, at, a, at a place in Union City, um, Dis- Discovery Park of America. It, it it's crazy, you know. It happens fast. It happens fast. Yeah, I've been by that place. That's what, wow. Yeah, small world. Yeah, it happens quickly. Um, it's. It, do you think you ever like know somebody though? You know, like do you really like how many people can you truly say like I know? Like if somebody came in here, you know, and asked you, like, wh- what do you think of X, Y, and Z? They they could they did some kind of transgression, and like the company comes in here and they ask you about this person. Like, how many people could you really feel like you're uniquely qualified to say I know this person, and they're not this? It's, t- it's tough to do, right? Like I, that's the problem. Like there are, there are things that people do all the time, and you're like, oh my god, I I would have never thought in a million years that this person would have done this or said that. Like we don't know. Like, I mean, we know Bennett goes home and, you know, he's got that 44 on the nightstand, you know, and at any moment it could go off. But, like, do we really know, like, what gets said inside, you know, anybody's house? You know? Like, we don't because mm-hmm. we're not there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I you know? I mean, that's the thing is, like, you just don't really – the people that you work with could lead completely different lives when you're not around them. That's the other piece. That's Happens every day. Yeah. Like, I, you know – People I, are fooling people in terms of right, right at work. In terms of who they really are. Yeah, because how many times have we seen like celebrities, for example, right, who have gotten jammed up in just some truly heinous things, and we're just like, I, I can't believe, I, you know, because you feel like you know that person, you see him on TV, you see him whatever. How could they ever do something like this? Because you don't, you don't know him. You know. Yeah. So that's what complicates things like investigations like that, too. I, I still go back to we've all been in a situation where we want to say something crazy about something we see. We're passionate about our sports or whatever. We want to say something crazy about the opponent, right? We get driven right. to that point. But what, what a lot of what, what we mostly don't do, especially people as entrenched in media as Joey's been, is you don't go out and tweet it. Right. Right. It's it's as simple as that. We've all, we've all I mean, I, I haven't had a thought like that. But we've all had things that, like, we think. Right, we'll stick it like, or maybe even right. say it at the TV. But right. then another line is going out and putting it out publicly and tweeting it. And like I said, when you do that, you put yourself and your career, in this case your family and everything else, at risk. Right. 
And that's, you know, that's the way it goes. Bottom line. That's the way she goes. So, anyway, that's the latest. They're moving on. Fox Turner's moving on. Uh, Joy starts anew. And, um, you know, maybe some lessons uh, for everyone involved. Next story. This is big news nationally. Maybe even it's bigger news nationally, really, than it feels like it is here in Memphis. A uh, federal judge Tuesday denied the temporary restraining order request on behalf of the three golfers seeking to participate in the FedEx Cup playoffs here in Memphis after leaving the PGA Tour for the Live Golf Invitational Series. Those players, those players Taylor Gooch, Matt Jones, Hudson Swafford, uh, were hoping to get relief to per- seeking relief. Uh, I put quotes around relief to participate in the first leg of the FedEx Cup uh, playoffs at this week's FedEx St. Jude Championship at TPC. Judge said no. Um, so what you're going to have is a field that does not include them. I think we all expected that by the time we got around to the uh, to the actual uh, uh, event yesterday in terms of this U.S. District Court judge. Her name's Beth Freeman of the Northern District of California ruled that the live players had not made their case of irreparable harm and agreed with the tour's position that the players' argument for emergency relief. Imagine saying, you know, a chance to win $15 million emergency in emergency. Uh, the, the argument for emergency relief was of their own making. Uh, so you've got them out, and I'm sure the golfers there still on the PGA Tour feel great about that uh, because, again, you would have had, you, you talk about a little bit of tension, uh, you would have had certainly had that with again these live golfers coming uh, uh, onto into the same field with these golfers who have decided they're going to stick it out with the PGA. One of those golfers, though, st- feels like that's in that situation is obviously Cameron Smith uh, out of Australia. He's the world number two, and yesterday walked out of a press conference after repeatedly being asked about his reported defection to live golf. Now this one. Uh, isn't official, and that's why he's here, mm-hmm. quite frankly, and folks are looking at him sideways saying, man, if you've already signed a deal with Liv, you shouldn't be here. Frankly, you should be the way they're looking at him, just like these three golfers we just kicked out or didn't give the uh, the injunction to, the, the temporary restraining order to. You shouldn't be here. And so Cameron Smith's getting all kind of sideways looks at this thing, and to the point that yesterday he gets up and walks out of a press conference when constantly being asked about it. Cameron Smith could win this week. He could. Quite frankly. He could. Uh, you talk about some sideways glances. Lances, and if you got to give the trophy to him yep. by the time the week's over. Uh, but what we know, going back to the point we talked about this earlier and early in the week with Joe Tomek, a great event that's, that's obviously changed formats here in Memphis. Uh, it's big, obviously, with the volunteers and everything it does for St. Jude, all of FedEx's investments. Great that we've got the event here, obviously, with some changes. But uh, expect it to go after this Wednesday and Thursday bout with a little bit of rain here. Expect to, uh, to have a nice back half of the weekend for the weather. Uh, we gave our predictions yesterday on winners, do we not? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think I went now by the time it was all over. Yeah, Will Zalatoris uh, was uh, my pick, but I have a. I, I can tell you guys who the sleep, who the sharps are on if you're interested. Like, like it's a long shot, but this is who the sharps like. Go ahead. I've never heard of this guy in my life. Well, Russell, he's gonna be one of the best golfers this this year. Russell Henley. Oh uh, no no no! I'm not yeah. Russell Henley. Ben, I'm trying to give you some free game, dude. I mean, you're looking at me like I got three heads. He hasn't been one of the names I've seen bandied about. When Russell Henley takes this down or finishes in the top ten, what y'all going to say? I would at least throw a little coin on it for top ten finish, bro. Who you listening to, I think, would be the question we want to ask. I got some sharps, bro. I got some sharps. I got some connections out there. I made some connections when I was out there last month. This Yeah, your Superbook people are hooking you up. Well, no, the Superbook people would tell me, like, who's, you know, they would give me a, they would try to, you know, pump fake me. You know, here's a nice winner, right? You got to leave No, I want the real one. They, they want me to donate to the book, bro. All right? I'm, okay. I'm trying to give you all some winners. thought you were Bennett, special is, to them. Is it not worth, you know, a dollar? Sure. Can you not throw me a dollar on Russell Henley? What's the price? I think it's like plus 5000 Yeah, that works. What does that pay? 50 bucks or 500 I couldn't tell you. One dollar plays 500 Yeah, that's right, because 100 would pay... Five thousand. What's his name again? Russell Henley, bro. I would. I would. I hadn't seen him among the names of sleepers. Ben, I would do it on. I'd be careful. I would do it on top ten. I would do it to finish top ten. That's safer. Well, that ain't gonna pay up much on. No, it'll pay like it'll pay one dollar. Will pay ninety though. I mean, you'd take that, wouldn't you? Sure. I just what I don't want to have happen is I don't want to come in here on Monday and Russell Henley finishes top three, and then what you gonna say? What you gonna say? You're gonna say, damn, you had the you had the plug on Russell Henley. Right. Y'all think I just came up with that name out of my ass? Have I ever I'm have, looking I, for it. have we ever heard of Russell Henley ever? I, I, I really have not heard right. of him. Right. 
But I'm telling you, there are some people that like him this week. How? It, it, I don't it, know. I don't trust him. I don't know. It, it's it's so crazy. I don't even see him on here. Right. You had a dig, it, bro. It, is it real? Yeah, he's real, dude. Russell Henley is goaded, bro. Let's see. Russell Henley. Dude, he is not even on. He's out there this week, bro. He tees off tomorrow at 810. He's 33 years old. He's from Macon, Georgia. He is uh, he he is thirty ninth in the world, so he's not like you know everyone on the well PGA. So that's not the world anymore. But yes, and he's not with Liv. He's with PGA. You don't have to worry about Russ Henley going over there and taking Saudi money, man. He's just, he's gonna be a PGA lifer. It's not even giving me the option. His name is not on here. <laughs> are you looking? Are you where are you at? You on FD? Yes. All right, I'm gonna find it for you. But I'm I'm doing a service to Memphis. I would say. Look, oh wait, here he is. Okay. What's what's his what's it? What yeah, they, plus five thousand. Oh yeah. What you got? They got you got top. That's 10? not to win to, to go top ten. No, that's to win. Yeah, that's to the win. win. You got top ten. A dollar pays fifty. On okay, yeah. No, a dollar does not pay fifty. Does yeah, it? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. I don't know about top ten. Hang on, let's see top ten. Let's. A dollar only pays fifty. That doesn't really seem that uh, like that much. Let's see. I, mean, I, I would at least have to put ten on it if I'm gonna do it. Finishing position. Okay. Well, to win fifty dollars on a plus five thousand. Come on, man. Okay, to finish top ten plus four sixty. Oh, his thing. His, his his joint. See, see. You never. How how is it plus five thousand to win but plus four sixty? So I'm betting a hundred to win four sixty. Yes, on top ten. See, now that tells you that tells you there's something going on. Something's afoot, bro. Because how do you go from plus five thousand to plus four sixty in top ten? That means you know you would not have. You, we didn't even know who this dude was, but he's plus four sixty to finish in the top ten. That's not that. I mean, that's a long shot, but it's not crazy. It's not crazy. It's not crazy. So I'm just telling you, like Memphis, I'm doing you a solid. I'm not gonna be doing this all the time. I'm not going to do this every every week. Every time there's an event in Memphis, I'm not going to be able to give you the plug like I'm giving you right now. Okay. But beware. Thank you, Patty. Beware. We'll see how many of us actually take it. Russell Henley. Um, I'm in, I'm in. You got some crazies out here that'll do what it you with in? you. What you in? jump in? What, with what you what did you put it on? I put a calm seven dollars on it. On what? Top ten. And what does that pay? Thirty three dollars. Hey, that's a nice return. Seven bucks to win thirty three. Man, your math. I told you, putting a dollar wouldn't win you nothing on it. Putting seven doesn't win you a damn thing. You talking about some ninety dollars around here? Yeah, I thought one dollar would pay ninety, but on, on plus nine hundred. But it's that's just nine. That's just nine dollars. Every day you fail total black, and when you do your math on the air, I math am, former great white station math teacher. I am so bad with numbers. It's crazy that I've gotten this far in my life. Like it really is. Like I just cannot. It's, I don't know how you keep your bills. That's paid. what I'm saying, bro. Like, how do I? How do I like get my mortgage paid and stuff? You know, I'm serious, man. Sam must just have headaches all the time dealing like, with you and the money. Top five is plus eight fifty. Top five is plus. I, I mean, look, if you think he's going to finish in the top ten, I certainly. I mean, think, you said he was. He was my win. I, that's what I'm telling you. The sharps like him. The sharps like Russell Henley. They do. I don't know why. I don't know what it is about Russell Henley. I don't like. I don't know how people begin to pick winners in golf tournaments. That has always mystified me. Like, how can you just like? Uh, I think um, Justin Thomas is going to win. Like, how the hell do you know? What makes you say Justin Thomas is going to win? Is he just he just love this kind of you know course? You know, I, I I just don't I don't get it. You know. Yeah, he's got a history here. Yeah, I mean, you you can base it off that some. I don't know about Henley. What's his history here? I think he's a man of Henley. Henley's history is a mystery. Like he's, you know, you don't really know the like Henley. Like who is he? I think we're going to come in here on Monday and Russell Henley is like going to be in contempt. Like he's he will have Are been in contempt. Are you playing with the his in history thing like they did? Have you seen the commercials for it? Mm-mm. His story. Oh yeah. Make history. Who who's it about? B two K. No fool. It's the it's the it's the tournament's slogan this year. Oh it's like is it? Yeah 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 yeah. His story. I thought history. it was like a, like a making the band. No, this year the guy's gonna make his story. It'll be his story. He's gonna make history, winning the FESJC first leg of the FedEx Cup playoffs. Yeah. There if you Russell go. Henley finishes top five, I'll never doubt you again. You shouldn't doubt me. Oh man, I'll give him what if, that. What if he finishes don't top give him ten? That. His head's already. If he finishes deep. top ten, so I don't think I. I don't know, dude. Bro, Russell Henley. Russell Henley. You know, you didn't even know he was a real golfer. I just think that plus four sixty is a little favorable. It's 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 it belies something that's a foot. It just seems not as much of a long shot. 
I think it should be like plus 900. But the fact that it's not tells you that some real money has come in on his making the top 10. That's the point I'm trying to make to y'all. Okay. I, I can't guarantee you a win. But don't you want to follow the money, right, in things like this? Just typically speaking, you know, you want to go with where the smart money is over time. They're going to win 56% of the time. Uh. You're going to win 25% of the time making your bets. Side note, but have you seen that special about, is it Netflix or whatever, about the, the Arizona State player that fixed games? Stephen Smith? I haven't seen that yet. What's it called? Head, Headache Smith was his nickname. I'm not, not, uh, Frieder was the coach. They were fixing games out for Arizona State games. I haven't seen and that. And we're doing it. And the guy was winning millions off of him. Wow. He you have to, to check that out. He went to jail, out. though, right? Uh, yeah, short time. He had a short time. Uh, both of them did. The guy that was making the money and Stephen uh, Headache Smith, I believe his name was. I mean, I want to tell you it was like ninety three. Is it you know, the, buddy? If you some wild wild times, and they got away with it, like they were doing, but they got too greedy, and it drew that. the attention of the FBI. What was it? But that, to your what, point what about them off, uh, th- this guy dropping, you know, he would go in place. He's trying to bet two and a half million dollars, but if you do it over ten thousand, you start drawing attention. So he placed ninety nine hundred dollar bets, basically all over. Right? Well, he still he he did that, uh, and they won the first couple. But then he's trying to double up the two and a half, and he's trying to double up five million, and it, it it moves the line, John. It moves the line so much on the game, his bets that it tips off the FBI. They come in and you know shut them down. That's so crazy. You you have got to see it because so they crazy. they were doing it, God. and you just wonder, man, if it was that easy for Stephen Smith, Headache Smith was his nickname, to fix games. You just wonder how much it's happened in the history of college basketball where we haven't been tipped off to it maybe. Was anybody slicker? Maybe uh, people that didn't get so greedy uh, as these guys did in, the, in this instance. But it's fascinating. You're talking about books and lines and m- uh, money changing, what changes the line. In this case, he tipped himself. He got too greedy, tried to do it again. They had both said, John, they were just going to do two games. But then they, got, they were like, oh, no, this went too well. If they had just stuck at two games, had been done. Nobody ever known about it, probably. Yeah, but it's. I mean, why would you want to stop? You got a guy on the inside that's willing well, to throw and it, games. And it went so well. It went so well, dude. I, you I have to t- check that out. I mean, you got, I got to tell you though, like if you're if you're him, if you're the point guard, you know, man, you have failed. That's why so he felt like he people. could control it. You know, well, he, he had one other guy with him. He had he had multiple. He, he no, he recruited one more player with him he said, to help him on this. And he, he broke off, dude, a couple thousand. He was getting 20000 a game to do Bro, it. Bro, that's so terrible. Though. But that's old so boy terrible. who gave him the twenty was literally making millions off of him. You gotta, y'all got to see it. I mean, they show the games. They show where this guy turned the ball over. It's just like watching Tony and Blue Chips, except it's real. And you're seeing this guy, like, throw the, you know, to try to get the number to six. It's fa- it's fascinating. It's just, it's like, you, you know, you fail your coaches. You fail, the, you, you fail your teammates. You fail your family. You like Well, well his, thing, his whole thing was we're not losing the game. I'm only right. You're not asking me to throw the game. These are these are Covering games where we're favored by twelve to thirteen. I'm going to pull this thing down to six. And so you bet. And the so other he team. told himself, "I'm not though. I'm not letting my coach down, my teammates down because we're still okay. winning. Right. I'm just bringing that number down so me and my my guy here can get paid." <laughs> yeah. Oh man, you got to go watch it. <laughs> uh, hopefully, I, I haven't given away anything. No, this still, is all it's facts. Just, well, no, it's just interesting. It's enough. all facts, and yeah, you got to watch it. There's so many details in it, and when they show just the actual video, it's fascinating watching these guys play actual, you know, Pac-12 teams. That is truly yeah. something. Go anyway, um, congratulations to Russell Henley. Yeah, I, I, sometimes I can tell the future. That, that was yours. What are you doing? You don't get to have back-to-back ones. I don't know what is this. Oh, it did start with me on golf, but you made it so much about Russell Henley that wasn't a third story. Oh, and then you made it about Headache Smith. Go so ahead. It's one of those things. I got another one, Bennett. If you didn't, if you didn't Next know it's me. story. Uh, the NFL once a year, and they are reiterating that. Yeah, I saw it. for Deshaun Watson. Uh, Roger Goodell says that the evidence uh, calls. For at least a full year suspension for Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson, uh, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell said the league is seeking a tougher penalty for Deshaun Watson because the quarterback's actions were egregious and predatory behavior. We've seen the evidence. She was very clear about the evidence. Uh, she reinforced the evidence, talking about Sue Robinson, the judge that ruled on it. There were multiple violations that were egregious, and it was predatory behavior. Uh, this was said uh, yesterday. Roger Goodell said this all yesterday. He did not know when the uh, NFL appointed Peter C. Harvey, former New Jersey Attorney General, would uh, would hear the appeal and make a ruling. Uh, so we're just awaiting that. I suspect that it will not be too long, though, don't you? Like, I think they're going to want to hammer his ass. They're going to want to get this over with, and they're going to want to let him know, you're missing a year, buddy. 
Like they're they're going to try to. Well, I guess then we're going to go to federal court, and that's where it'll play out, you know. But I mean, they're they're going to try to get this done quickly. So I'd that, imagine so, so I mean, that they can figure out the federal. Bell's gone and, pick, and picked his guy, and I imagine it's going to be the next thing up, and it, it all happens pretty quickly. We'll see. But again, the NFLPA piece and all of this, you know, is is the cloud sort of like IARP. You just don't know when they come in. Do they, you know, they try to take it to court, all that kind of stuff. So who knows when we'll get the final final ruling, but. Um, it's look. Goodell made it clear beforehand, before uh, Sue's, before the judge's ruling, and he made it clear afterwards. This is what he wants. I just think he shouldn't have uh, designated anyone to hear the appeal here. He should be doing it himself. And frankly, you know, to bottom line it again, like we've talked about, going after the 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 owners, right? Owners like Daniel Snyder with sort of the same fervor that he is uh, with with Deshaun Watson. Yeah, no, I, I, that's fair. Now, again, my expectation now that we know the NFL is like fully sinking their teeth into this. Yes, a year. Question is, I mean, will it end up being more? No, nah, it's not be more than a year. I mean, it, it, the 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 stuff that Deshaun Watson was doing is like it's a year worthy of. I mean, it just is. Like, I mean, we're talking about twenty five different women. We're talking about the Texans, like you know, uh, uh, aiding and abetting him with NDAs and team employees, right? Like. It was a top-down operation that that it needs to be used as an example, does it not? I mean, you can't be doing stuff like this. I know there were no criminal charges, but like there is a conduct, there is a conduct um, that should be applied across the board. I I'm agree with you 100. No, percent I agree. You, it can't be selective. It can't be in this case, but not in this case. I totally agree. And it's it is a failure by the NFL that they that, that guys they had the language the language in their own conduct policy separated the the violent from the nonviolent and and I'm with you on number here and it's egregious and you want to you want to upgrade it in terms of the uh, the level of uh, you know disrespect and whatever it is against women um, this is disgusting behavior I get it but in your own conduct policy there's a there's a line and that's why Sue Robinson said listen you guys proved your case this is this is this is nasty stuff. But I can't punish him to a based on your own conduct policy to that level. So change your policy. Like I talked about, if you're serious about standing up for women here, you've got to get the wording and the policy corrected. Get this ruling in on Deshaun and go after the Daniel Snyder's and uh, there are others. We've talked about Kraft and everything else. You know, Kraft might have gotten away from criminal charges, but so uh, Deshaun's case, no criminal charges. Uh, Jerry Jones as well. Like, are you looking into those cases as hard as you're, you know, as hard as you are this one? I, I think. That one where he's buddy buddy with some of those guys, right? That, that it'll show you that that some of this is so selective. Again, right? But but again, much like we talked about with it, with everybody else, Brittany, Joey Sulapak, you know, Deshaun's put himself in this situation. The focus becomes was well, the punishment fair? But again, what got you into this boat? That's right. Deshaun Watson's going to have to answer for it. That's right. Um, anyway, uh, that's the latest. Roger Goodell wants a full year, and uh, doesn't seem like the NFL is going to stop until they get it. One more thing. Next story. Because I saw this clip, and it, it has gone viral, and I, I know why it gives you the feels. Uh, it's Little League Baseball season. Usually I can't stand this when it's on ESPN and it takes over uh, just because I'm not a big Little League Baseball fan. That said, you love it because you get these poignant moments with these kids and you realize what it's all about. Did you see the Texas East Little League team pitcher who, after nailing a batter, Okay, is down on himself, mm-hmm. right? For hitting this batter, went down on the ground, but he was able to get up, go to first base. But it scared them as much as you think. Okay, well, that's going to scare the batter, and I'm sure mm-hmm. it did. You get hit, clocked in the head, right? Really, it was in the, it was in the helmet. Um, it scared the pitcher too. And if you've thrown a baseball in any kind of game to a live batter, you you could understand sort of uh, where this kid was at. Again, a 12 year old boy after he hit this kid put him down on the ground, and yes, even after he was able to go to first base, was still scared to throw the next pitch. Like he had his hand on his head, he was clearly distraught, and it looked like for a second he might not get, be able to get over it to the point that he could throw the next pitch. What you saw next was what you don't typically see, which was the kid at first base, after being able to get up, after being hit, beamed, walks over to the pitcher, opposing team, mm-hmm. the, the, the pitcher who's breaking down, wraps his arms around him, and basically, these are twelve-year-olds, eleven-year-olds, and basically, you can tell them. Tells the guy, "I'm all right, you know. Don't, don't, you know, get get over it. I'm good, you know, in, in the nicest way possible. Clearly, because you could see the the pitcher almost separates himself from the hug and looks at the kid like, is this really you saying this? Like almost, you know, to the point that you can tell it put him, you know, maybe not at ease completely, 
but it comforted him in a way that, look, you didn't hurt me. Mm-hmm. I'm good. This happens in baseball. You know, we're going to be able to move on. And you just don't see kids typically do like that. And, and, and again, a lot of times parents, we're the ones arguing. We get in the arguments with the umpires, everything else. But sometimes, like, like they said, man, these, these, these children can lead the way and show us how it's supposed to be done. And in this case, again, you saw a, a 12-year-old boy see a guy's down um, instead of being like, yeah, man, you hit me. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, let's get you out of the game so we move up. You know what I'm saying? You could yeah. be looking at it competitively. He saw his opponent broken down, went to pick him up. I just thought it was great. It's the kind of sportsmanship. You know, you tell yourself, I'm going to put in my kid, yeah. but we're not always necessarily doing or practicing. I just thought the parents of that kid that got hit, he goes out there to, to go, you know, comfort an opponent. Man, great job. I uh, wish we could all do it the way you've done it. Yeah, it's uh, – You see the video? I have, it's I, I pretty have, compelling. I haven't seen the, the video, but it sort of reminds me, like, just like in terms of moments like that, it reminds me, like, one of the best moments that sort of sounds reminiscent of that is remember that British Olympic uh, track runner? I can't remember his name. You'll have to forgive me. I can't remember his oh, name. Oh, went back and picked up somebody? Well, his dad, he oh, came oh, he okay. came up on his, like, ankle or something, and he, like, he tore his ACL or something. Yeah. And his dad, dad ran off the onto the court, stands. The, the field, yeah. Yeah, out of the stands. And, and, and finished the race with, with him. him. Yeah. Like, I know it's not, like, I know it's not quite the same thing, but it's, like, that sort of reminds me of, like, that moment. Like, that's one of the most emotional things I've ever seen. Kid said, uh, I wanted to go over there and spread God's love and make sure that he's okay and make sure that he knows I'm okay and that I'll be okay. Pretty freaking cool, yeah. if you ask me. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, Derek Redmond is, the, is that man's name. <laughs> and his dad came out. He, he could tell that he was, gonna, he, he was hurt, and his dad came up from the stands and uh, put his arm around him and helped him cross the finish line. And that's like, wow, you know. Like he, like he, he said to hell with everybody else. The security. I know yeah. this is not going to count. I know he's going to be disqualified, but I'm going to make damn sure that my and, he, and like the the guy is crying in his arms. Like I'm just telling you, if you haven't seen that video, it's from '92. If you haven't seen that video, it is it is truly, uh, it is truly something. But uh, you know that's what we all hope to be as parents. You know, like yeah, hey, that's pretty moving. When we're when we're uh, you know when you need us, you know we're going to be there, right? Yep. Uh, anyway, good stuff. All right, we'll come back. Uh, Ronnie Barber is going to join us at 125. We will talk to him about the NFL, some win totals, uh, AFC West, Aaron Rodgers, lots to get to with Ronde. We'll do that at 125. i got to ask, of course, about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right. right? Can they get another Super Bowl? Is there another one in uh, in store for TB12? We'll get into all of that a little bit later in the show. Stick around. Jason and John, how do you turn FM, ESPN? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Guests appear on the Superbook Sports phone line. Superbook Sports. Download the Superbook Sports Tennessee app today with Jason and John. Live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Dude, yesterday was wild. It started raining like I couldn't believe it. Bottom dropped out. It's like we got a summer's worth of rain in one day, my man. You know what I'm saying? But we lived. Mm, we lived. We laughed. We loved. 
Hopefully none of y'all had roof issues. But, but if, if you, you did, did, I mean, who, who, whose part is it, man? Yours or mine? I mean, there's got to be some kind of a, of a, you know, order here. You like telling my stories. Okay, well, I'll tell mine this time. All right, and I'll resume telling yours a little bit later in the show. Still got, still got an hour to go. Chris McCoy will come out to your house. He'll get on your roof. He'll say you got some storm damage. Maybe we can get that covered. No matter what it costs you, buy your insurance company. Pretty easy. Pretty simple. Call them. Doesn't cost you anything. Worth it. Might even get a whole new roof. When he comes out, let him know you heard about him on the Jason and John Show. He's going to throw in a free roof and upgrade. 901-487-7096. Not just a number for now, but a number for later. A number you should lock into your phone. Again, 901-487-7096. Check out the uh, website, McCulleyRoofingLLC.com. You're going to love what you see because it's not just your roof, which Chris will fight so hard to get replaced for you. It should you need it. Uh, Also, renovation questions, something you'd like to do with your home. Build out that patio. uh, Put in that pergola. Chris McCauley and his team, the team to call. So, again, 901-487-7096. Voted most popular roofing company. And if you want to do a little homework before you call, check out the five-star reviews they've got over at Facebook at McCauley Roofing and Renovations. I'm going to I'm gonna mention this because I do think it is worth mentioning. Um, <laughs> and I'm just mentioning it. I'm not saying that there's anything necessarily uh, imminent or happening. But I just wanted to get your thoughts. Um, Imani Bates is not in the, and I know this is sort of your shtick, so I'm borrowing it, but Imani Bates is not in the campus directory of Eastern Michigan University. You type in the word Imani, not found. No results found. You go to the Eastern Michigan University basketball team's roster. There is no sign of Imani Bates. It's just like well, some rosters haven't been updated still, right? I'm theirs assuming. has though. Okay, they, oh, you're they, saying Eastern they have their 2022-23 roster, and he's not on. It. And he is not on it yeah, now. It's mildly interesting, I suppose. Yeah, I think it's just a curiosity, right? Like it's just one of those things where it's like you know, you kind of say, "Huh." Memphis does have hits up too, so I guess you're yeah, right I mean, that most schools probably school starting, workouts are starting. You know, they've yeah, been workouts under, are done. Yeah, so about to start up fall. It's too. just like another. It's another weird. Um, Twist, and now look, I you know maybe uh, maybe it's just there's a hurdle, right? Maybe there's a hurdle academically or financially or something or other. I don't know. I have no idea why he would not already be because he committed what months ago. Mm-hmm. You know, has he not signed? Um, is, is is he is he having second thoughts because it's Eastern Michigan? It's like it's sort of embarrassing, like that you that's how far you've fallen and you don't actually want to wear that uniform. Um, I just I just find it mildly. Inter- I think you like like you said, mildly interesting. You know what is what is um, what is going on with Imani Bates? I think it's just that's like that is the existential question, isn't it? What is going on with Imani Bates? I mean, like, look, whether it's Memphis or Eastern Michigan or wherever, aren't you just like kind of interested in what becomes of Imani Bates because he, you know, was? This- I kind of think it's sad, you know, just for the kid himself. Yeah, kind of a, maybe a, a it'll be a, a tale that you'll tell of what not to do, right? Maybe at some point, you know, uh, in the future, but. Yeah, you know, I, to, to, I am interested to see because I think Gavoni, last we checked, had him as a second rounder, mm-hmm. I want to say. So just because, again, you know the history, you know what he was at one time, how much of that he can recoup, how much of that he can get back. Right. I'm interested to see under, again, a guy who was at one time the Arkansas Razorbacks coach and Stan Heath uh, at Eastern Michigan. Interested to see, you know, can you get that back? Can How much of it can you can you claim back in terms of your, your draft stock? So right. That's the part that interests me. The fact that he's not on the roster, yeah, only mildly interesting. I mean, the it, story itself, though, yeah, it's still going mean, to follow. All, but all the, all the Memphis guys that, you know, transferred here have been announced, you know, and, and added to the roster. And, hell, Memphis, we know, is notoriously slow for that. I mean, Keontae Kennedy committed in, like, May. They didn't announce that dude until July. You know what I'm saying? Like, <clears throat> they take their sweet-ass time at Memphis, and they still got all them dudes on the roster. Now I don't, I, they, I don't think they've announced what's his name. Uh, they have announced Granha. Yeah, yeah. Granya or Granha. Granha. Which do you prefer? Which pronunciation better? Do you prefer Granha or Granya? Uh, I said Granya uh, initially, but okay. I'm hearing Granha. Yeah, okay, you are hearing Granha. Yeah. Okay, just just want to you know. I mean, but it's it's up to you, man. You whatever you want to use. Because right? someone said that the J is like jalapeno. Gotcha. It's like the J in jalapeno. Like. Mm-hmm. 
Hayson. That, that that would be an interesting name if your name was Hayson or Jesus. Jesus Patino. Like you couldn't do that with my name. It'd be Han. I mean, it, that would change the fundamental name, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. It'd be like H A N. I know what you're doing on Imani. I ain't doing nothing on Imani, you're bro. Up, you're amusing yourself. Mm-hmm. Nah, dog. You're having a little bit of fun. I get accused of that constantly on this show. Yeah, like, you do I just, it once you, a I, week. I just use least. this show to uh, entertain myself. Uh huh. Is that what I do, bro? Like a like a. I know what you're doing. I think it's a nugget. Hey, I think hey, it's a little tidbit. Hey, no. You're not just dropping that out there just because. You didn't just go happen to stumble upon the Eastern Michigan rosters. Oh, let me look and see if our money's here yet. Just innocently. Something puts you there. I don't you know were, how much I want to so, say. So don't act I don't like, know how much I want to say to you, clown. Yeah, you, you're just oh, amusing oh, yourself. So there's something see, behind the curtain that we haven't. Bro, heard, you don't get, you don't get you. This isn't random. That's what I said. Yeah. John did just wind uh-huh. up on the Easter, going to check all innocently, man, all in the student database, seeing if Imani's up in there. We do that when you see if you're coming. Ain't that right, John? We did it last year with the money. That's what, what you, you did. all in the Eastern Michigan database for. Now I did get a. Text. Why you care that much? I did. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 